This podcast is brought to you by She Society, sharing the perspectives and stories of women Australia-wide. Hello, I'm Ruth Greening, columnist for She Society, also known as Nanny Babe. Today, I'm pleased to announce and introduce you to a very clever and humble person, Dr Sue Walk. I've studied with Sue so I can speak personally about her. She's an author, a novelist, teacher, and she also refers to herself as a nerdy novelist because she's a sleuth of brain science. But for Sue, she's also known for her research and teachings on the neuroscience of creativity. And she's with us today to talk about this fascinating subject. Welcome, Sue. It's lovely to have you here. But the first thing before we get into the conversation is where are you located? I'm looking at that magnificent background. On the Hawkesbury River, um, about uh, an hour from Sydney and then about an hour in the boat. It's uh, in a little um, house that uh, we ran away to because we wanted to get away from the virus in the city, which is taking off, as you probably know. Um, it's an hour's boat ride um, and we live without mains power, so we're on solar electricity and rainwater tanks and no shops. Um, and it's an enormous adventure. Well, for me, that would be ex very exciting. But the most important thing today now is we want to hear from you about the neuroscience of creativity. I've studied with you on this particular subject as a writer, but um, please tell us more. Yes. Um, well, I have to say, first of all, I'm not a scientist at all. Uh, I stumbled into this because I wanted to know what on earth was going on in my brain when I create. So I write novels and it feels like a sort of madness takes over you. That's romantic, but it does feel like that. I wanted to know how to invoke it so it happens when I want it to and I wanted to be able to explain it to people. Um, and I found that science, neuroscience, has done an enormous amount of work, about 70 years of research. And um, they can tell us a lot about not how to create, but what to do in your mind so that you can create more easily and when you want to, not just when the muse falls upon you. So apart from writing, what about other artists? How could this be applied for mus musicians um painting artists? Yes, well, I'm pleased you asked me that because I'm about to teach at ANU, I'm about to teach composers um, who are already creative and I'm, I'm wanting to enhance their creativity. It's the same brain processes. It seems, I mean, the jury's still out on it, but it seems like all artists create in the same way. It doesn't mean that anything to do with what they come up with is the same, but we do the same things in our brains. Um, and maybe scientists do, they don't know. And in fact, everyone can do it. It's just a matter of remembering because you used to do it when you were a little kid before you were educated out of it. Yes, I, I can remember that um, as a child, we are so creative and free, but we're so conditioned as we get older. Yes, yes, yes. And we get ashamed of thinking in this way. We get to believe that there's only one way to think and that's the way to learn at school. 
and it's not true. And it's come through the generations, thank goodness. You know, my dad was an artist. He taught me to think like this. Um, he taught me to go into a distinctive silence, and that's, as you know, what I teach people to do, and that's the doorway into creativity. There's not much more to it than that, of course, but that's the beginning. And what about actors? Yes, yes, actors do the same. What it involves is going into that silence and part of the brain shuts down and has all your rationality and even has your values. So people spontaneously, not knowing that they're doing it, shut down that part of their brain. And so there's resources for the rest of your brain to use it because that prefrontal cortex takes a lot of energy. And once you shut it down, you've got enormous energy for the brain to work. So how, how long, Sue, does it take for an artist of any particular field to master the process that we're speaking about today? Well, yes, it's a difficult question. First of all, you've got to master your own art. So you've got to be really almost intuitive at your own skill. Um, and, of course, that's a bit of a chicken and egg thing, you know, because you're not going to do it unless you already know how to do this. But probably for an artist, you spontaneously do this anyway. Uh, and it takes, they say, 10 years of learning the skill that you're going to be creative in. Um, it's a long time, isn't it? So you've got to be dedicated. You've got to really want to do it. But most people who are artists, at least, long to do it and they long to get into that space. Sorry, I know you say it uh, takes about 10 years, but having studied with you uh, first in workshops in Greece and in Italy, um, I would never today say that I would be writing a novel. If it wasn't for you, I would never have begun a novel. So that was only a few years ago. I started writing little pieces, then into a short story, and now I've taken the plunge, <laughs> thanks to you, to write a novel. Now, I, I know you've developed uh, so far a wonderful series on the neuroscience of creativity, and they are magnificent to watch, and She Society will be publishing these um, over a period of time. Would you like to tell us a little bit about what you're doing with those series and how long they go for? Yes, well, we were here during the lockdown um, and it gets pretty lonely in the lockdown and I was longing to have people around. So I thought, you know, one of my big social things, because I'm a writer and a bit of a herb, is to teach. And there's nowhere to teach here because there's no whiteboards or anything. So I thought, not on the beach. Um, that's what the ancient Greeks did. So there I am drawing in the sand and talking away. And gradually it's got an audience, which is really nice, and some people write to me, which is lovely. And uh, so it was my little bit of reaching out to people. Well, I, I can't wait for She Society to share your series because I love them. And I know all my friends, when I share it on my Facebook page, my friends love them. And the fact that you're drawing in the sand with the water, the sound of the lapping water and the rocks and everything in the background is just magnificent. It's only the two of us, and we had to learn not to do it on certain tides and certain winds, um, not when the birds are all caroling and gossiping and arguing, all that sort of thing. There's a lot of noise in nature. Nature's not silent. And what about your pointer, Sue? What's that? Yeah, <laughs> that's right, and I needed a stick that didn't um, break when I was doing my – yes, we made a lot of mistakes. I'd love 
love to put, show you the fluffs that we did, but we're getting better at it. And last one I did in one take, which I was very proud of. Um, I can, this sort of stuff I read all the time and it fascinates me because it makes sense of what happens when I write. It makes sense for the, the way the brain leaps around because the creative brain doesn't work like the normal rational brain. It goes in great jumps and bumps and leaps and then it slows down considerably. I know you've written a number of books. You have a blog. You've written a number of books. What, um, there's one particular book that I refer to, but I would love for you to just mention some of the books that you have produced. Um, well, I'm normally writing novels. In fact, I'm always writing a story. I'm always in the middle of a story, which is a nice way to be. I suppose like an artist is usually in the middle of a painting. Um, but uh, I started with uh, Painted Woman uh, and then I went to Leaning Towards Infinity, which people seem to love, although it was a novel about mathematics. Um, and then I did The Secret Cure, which is about a woman trying to cure her child secretly. Um, sneaking into the lab at night um, and then I went up to the Northern Territory. Life happened to take me to an Aboriginal community up there and I wrote uh, the oldest song in the world because that ancient, ancient culture is so amazing in what it knows and, and what it's passed on. Um, and then I did a book of short stories called Do You Love Me or What? And I'm now doing another novel, uh, and I think I've just got the title, which is always an exciting thing. Yes, I know. I'm getting to that now with my own work. What about The Mystery of the Cleaning Lady? Because that is my amazing reference book for my writing. I can't tell you how many times I go to that particular book. I'm really pleased to hear that. It's lovely. Um, I, I, that was when I was really stuck in a novel, The Secret Kill. Um, it was my third novel and I was a bit self-conscious because Leaning Towards Infinity had done very well and I, I wasn't really aware till then that I had readers. <laughs> I wasn't writing for other people. I was just sort of talk mumbling away to myself. Um, so when I had readers, I, I went through a time of being very self-conscious and I had to learn to put that aside and I know now why. When you're self-conscious, you can't write. It, you can't create. It brings all the rational parts to your brain and you know that what you're doing is silly and you've got to feel totally free, totally without anyone would judge you. Um, I often pretend to myself things will never get published um, and that's so that I don't stymie myself. Look, Sue, I could speak to you for hours and hours, and I have in the past, but I think today, um, is there anything final that you would like to say for today's conversation? Yes, I, I'd love to say that um, I, I'd love people to look at my blog. My blog is day-to-day -day events when you run away from the virus and you're living in the place like this, which is really beautiful, but quite often very dramatic with adventures and little triumphs and great disasters. Um, and it's the sort of days of our lives. People tell me that they go to it like a, a soap opera. <laughs> Wonderful. I mean, I've read them and it's just, and some of your little videos, particularly when you're trying to launch the boat. <laughs> that was amazing. I, was, I, I, I had to laugh. I thought, oh, my heavens, don't fall in the water. And you didn't. Did you fall in the water? But uh, trying to launch a boat. 
haven't yet. <laughs> look, look, thank you for today. I really appreciate your time. I'm aware of the, the wind there, the conditions that we're uh, chatting over today. It's not easy. But, um, look, thank you so much. And we'll be hearing from you very soon. And uh, we're looking forward to publishing your videos up on She Society. Thank you. Thank Steve. you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by She Society.